0: What is a nurse warrior and why is it a metaphor worth thinking about? Let's talk all about the concept of the nurse warrior right here on episode 330 of the nurse Keith show. Hey there, this is of course, nurse Keith. This podcast is always about you, your personal professional development, your career and the healthcare system as a whole and i'm here to share education ideas diatribes and often informative interviews with some of the most inspiring people from the worlds of healthcare nursing entrepreneurship medicine and beyond today it's just little old me and you so thanks for hanging out with me here and being part of the growing Nurse Keith Nation. And here's a very, very special request. If you find value in this podcast, please consider becoming a valued patron of the show at patreon.com forward slash nurse keith. Creating over 350 episodes of this podcast has incurred and will continue to incur many costs. And right now in 2021, I'm asking 100 regular listeners to pledge. $2 per month for a year. That's less than buying me a cup of coffee a month and it would really help me and help us all support the show. You can always pledge more and get some awesome stuff in return, but $2 would be super. So, head over to patreon.com/nursekeith to sign up and show your support for the show. And remember that Nurse Keith Coaching is your destination for all things related to your career. If you need some expert, holistic career coaching sessions, which I have done with, gosh, hundreds and hundreds of nurses and healthcare professionals by now, you can explore what career coaching can offer you by emailing me at Keith at to schedule a complimentary chat. And if you mention the show, you can get 10% off your first coaching package. And if you send me a quote about warriors and why the concept of the warrior is important, you can get 15% off your first package. How about that? The show notes for this episode will be at nursekeith.com forward slash the word episode and the number 330. Now, Elizabeth Kubler-Ross once said, quote, the most beautiful people we have known are those who have known defeat, known suffering, known struggle, known loss, and have found their way out of the depths. These persons have an appreciation, a sensitivity, and an understanding of life that fills them with compassion, gentleness, and a deep loving concern. Beautiful people do not just happen, unquote. Elizabeth Kubler-Ross, as you probably know, was a pioneer in the Death with Dignity movement. She brought to us that concept of the five stages of dying, which of course are not stages, but are a circular process, which probably many of us studied in school or have learned about on our own. And... This notion of suffering and struggle really hits home with me right now. I'm recording this at the very beginning of July 2021. And yes, we are well over a year, almost a year and a half into the COVID-19 pandemic. And while Many of us may be tired of hearing about COVID and the coronavirus and the suffering around the world. It's something we need to continue to keep our fingers on the pulse of because, you know, it's not going away. It is getting better for many of us, especially those of us in developed countries, wealthy countries, but it's going to be with us. And the scars of the trauma of the pandemic will be with us very, very long, if not forever. And nurses have borne a lot of scars when it comes to the COVID-19 pandemic. And something I've been thinking about and something I wrote about in a blog post called The Nurse Warrior Fighting the Good Fight that I published over on my blog, Digital Doorway, on Monday, July 5th, 2021, is all about how nurses, the lifeblood and connective tissue of the healthcare system can often feel like they are battling with forces beyond their control. And yes, many of those forces are beyond our control. We can't really control suffering. We can't control death. We certainly can't control the COVID-19 pandemic. But part of that battle that nurses fight, and it can often feel like a battlefield out there, can't it? Part of that battle we fight is with ourselves and with our ability to keep going and with the forces that be that often feel like we are we are struggling against. And Khalil Gibran once said, out of suffering have emerged the strongest souls. The most massive characters are seared with scars. And Confucius said, he who conquers himself is the mightiest warrior. So here we have three quotes, Khalil Gibran, Confucius, and Elizabeth Kubler-Ross. And I have a few more for you too during the course of this episode, which I think are very apt and very important at this particular time in history and what we're all dealing with right now. You know, I've written about the quixotic nature of nursing, or it can feel often quixotic, which has to do with Don Quixote and that notion of fighting against things that other people may not even believe are real or are foolhardy to fight against. And nurses can feel this way. Nurses can feel like they are pushing against something that maybe other people don't even spend much time thinking about. How many people go about the day thinking about how they're going to alleviate suffering in other people? I mean, many of us do, but it's nurses often and others in healthcare who think about these things on a daily basis and whose job revolves around alleviating suffering, whether it's helping someone along the path of dying, helping someone prep for surgery helping someone out in the field who has been injured and you've come across an accident and you're trying to save them or comfort them. And I've also written about the Sisyphean nature of nursing and healthcare, where like the myth of Sisyphus, the man who's being punished by rolling a boulder up a hill all day, every day in purgatory, only to have it roll back to the bottom right at the end of the day when he gets to the top and the next day he has to start all over again. And I think many of you out there, many of you nurses and healthcare professionals and others too can relate to the Sisyphean nature of life and the Sisyphean nature or apparent Sisyphean nature of nursing and healthcare where we push and we push and we push and we push and the next day we come in and we start all over again. So whether it's the the pandemic, Uh, natural disaster, the opioid epidemic. We could talk about that for hours. Mass shootings or those of us out there who work with the homeless. Nurses all over the world fight that good fight and the odds are often stacked against us. And this is where the archetype of the nurse warrior really comes home to roost. You know, There's this quote I found looking for quotes about warriors by Goldie Hawn, the uh, actress who also is an activist and a deep thinker who has done a lot of great work to alleviate suffering in the world. And she said, the lotus is the most beautiful flower whose petals open one by one, but it will only grow in the mud. In order to grow and gain wisdom, first you must have the mud, the obstacles of life and its suffering. And she is so right. Goldie is so right that that suffering, what we as nurses go through every day, every month, every year, that is part of the grist for the mill of making us who we are and making us the amazing clinicians and human beings who we are. And that is a tough road to hoe. And, you know, my hat's off to those of you who slogged away in ERs and PICUs and, and ICUs and COVID units throughout the last 15 months, especially those first six or seven months when the evidence was just emerging back in 2020. And a lot of it was just sort of spitballing along the way until we knew what we were supposed to do. And there's a lot of trauma out there being experienced. And I hope you all are getting the healing and getting the help and getting the support you need to be able to make it through. And, you know, this, this archetype of the warrior, like I said, in my blog post, we can find it in, in cultures going back to prehistory or actually early history, at least. And Carl Jung associated the archetype of the warrior with the hero. And that brings up for me an issue that is really in the forefront of my mind these days. And I hear other nurses talking about this as well. And that's this notion of those signs out there, you know, posted in front of hospitals saying heroes work here or the media portraying nurses as heroes. And while many might really embrace that notion of the heroism of nursing, I also find a lot of nurses wince at that characterization because calling us heroes, calling us angels and scrubs, you know, there's a certain well there's elevation of us obviously and that's that's really lovely and at the same time it also dehumanizes us in a way doesn't it it makes us seem superhuman and people can easily forget when we're characterized as superhuman that we also have feelings and we're suffering along with everybody else so nurses chafe at being called angels or heroes we actually are fallible human beings like the rest of the population. And the widespread use of these terms like hero and angel, we can't do away with them. We can't completely dismiss them, but I'm pushing back a little bit and saying that, well, let's look at the notion of the warrior, the nurse warrior, not necessarily only the nurse hero. And if we look at the the notion, the concept or the metaphor, the warrior, it's often an individual who's seen as standing up for others, standing up for the rights for others and fighting for justice and sometimes putting their own lives on the line in the process. And ooh, if we think about it, how many nurses gave their lives during the coronavirus pandemic so far, it's hundreds and hundreds of nurses have died from the, from COVID along with doctors and other healthcare professionals, frontline workers. And some honestly paid the price in terms of suicide because of the tragedy, because of the, the difficulty and pain of what they're experiencing. We hear about doctor suicide a whole lot more. And there was that one, let's say, well-known uh, suicide of a doctor, emergency room doctor in uh, New York City, or maybe she was an ICU doc. And she took her life in the first six to seven months of the pandemic. And that woke a lot of people up to the difficulties being faced by those on the front lines of healthcare in the beginning of COVID-19. And, you know, COVID aside, there are many battlefields where nurses and healthcare professionals slog away. And I mentioned the ED, I mentioned the ICU, the PICU, et cetera, the COVID unit, but there's school-based health and community health centers and nurse warriors are out there working in home health and hospice and even research and, oh my gosh, public health. When I talk to the nurses I know and the others in the public health world here in New Mexico, they have been going all out since the beginning of the pandemic and public health may not be terribly sexy although maybe it's a little more sexy now people realize it's actually important and maybe we'll fund it some more but there are nurses out there working in public health and they might not be slogging it out in eds and icus but the public health world the public health community has really stepped up to the plate in these last 16 17 months and whether you're in the fray in a school a public health department or in the ICU, life, death, suffering, ethical dilemmas, injustice, they're not confined to any one place. And nurses really are doing that good work. And they're all real nurses. No one is not a real nurse. Anyone who identifies as a nurse is real. We can't characterize one as being more uh, valid than the other. And Yeah, there are people like my friend and colleague, Joy Fernandez de Narayan. There's a link to my podcast interview with her. She does street medicine down in Atlanta for Mercy Cares. And you can find that link in the blog post that I'll link in the show notes. And my other friend, Ashley Durant, she gives patients hope when they're hobbled by autoimmune disorders that the general labyrinthine healthcare system doesn't want really want to look at. And another nurse warrior who I've mentioned many times on this show and have interviewed here several times is Dr. Renee Thompson and her Healthy Workforce Institute. She wages a war on bullying and lateral violence and negative workplace culture all over the United States in large and small healthcare systems all around the country, and she's a nurse warrior herself. So the nurse warrior, yeah, we could judge him or her as quixotic, chasing windmills and you know waging pointless battles, but we could also say that Martin Luther King was quixotic, or when Gandhi did his march to the sea with thousands of people to make salt, and the British soldiers beat them. And sometimes beat them to death on their way to the ocean simply to make salt so that they could actually find their own sense of agency rather than giving in to British domination and that type of colonial rule. So... Whether others recognize the monsters and demons we're battling or not, if we know they're real, if we know they're there, and we are pushing and fighting and scratching tooth and nail to defend others and to deliver the care and deliver the TLC and compassion that we know the world needs, the empathy the world needs, then we truly are warriors. And that, my friends, is a worthwhile way to spend our time, our lives, our resources, and our blood, sweat, and tears. And yes, sometimes our lives. And I bow to those out there who've been fighting these good fights and continue to fight these good fights. And when you need a break, you take a break and then you jump back into the fray in whatever way you choose. So we're going to take a little break and then come back for another short half of this episode number 330 so stick with me here and we'll be back in a few minutes for the rest of episode 330 of the nurse keith show and now we're going to take a pause for the cause and thank the sponsor of this episode the substance use disorder treatment and recovery loan repayment program Would you like to help communities recover from the opioid epidemic? If you said yes and you're a behavioral health professional or power professional, then I have some great news for you. You can receive up to $250,000 in student loan repayment in exchange for service in a community disproportionately affected by the opioid crisis. Learn more and apply to join STAR LRP that stands for substance use disorder treatment and recovery loan repayment program you can use the link in the show notes or visit bhw.hrsa.gov to learn more that's bhw as in behavioral health workforce.hrsa.gov Applications close on July 22nd, 2021, and I thank the Substance Use Disorder Treatment and Recovery Loan Repayment Program of HRSA for their generous support of The Nurse Keith Show. And if you'd like to connect with the Nurse Keith Nation and my work in the world of holistic career coaching for nurses and healthcare professionals, please subscribe to my newsletter at nursekeith.com. And remember that if you successfully refer someone for career coaching with me and they become a paying client, you'll receive credit for one hour of coaching with me as my way of thanking you for your referral. And that credit never expires so you can use it when you need it most. And if you refer multiple people, then those credits will accumulate and you can work with me even more at no cost to you. So that is an awesome deal. Meanwhile, please rate and review the show over on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen. It really helps other people find the show. Again, my thanks to the Substance Use Disorder Treatment and Recovery Loan Repayment Program of HRSA. You can find them again at bhw.hrsa.gov to learn more. That's bhw behavioralhealthworkforce.hrsa.gov. Now let's get back to today's episode. And welcome back to the second half of this episode. Remember, the show notes will be located at nursekeith.com forward slash episode 330, where you can learn more about the blog post I referenced and the links that will be in there. And you can also learn more about the Substance Use Disorder Treatment and Recovery Loan Repayment Program from HRSA. So here we are back talking about suffering, talking about nurse warriors, and let's jump into this idea of human grace. You know, nurse warriors to me, and all nurses really, have this capability of being grace in action. And the nurse warrior is the archetype I really prefer over that of the hero or angel, like I mentioned in the first half. And the grace that nurses bring to the table is that grace of running headlong into the blaze like firefighters do. And marching under a scorching sun because that's where we need to be to care for the people who we need to care for. And yeah, sometimes the grace is actually knowing when to step away, when we need to break down and cry and when we're suffering burnout and we're feeling the the pain, that deep pain of compassion fatigue and I've been there. I've suffered burnout and when we wonder aloud to ourselves can I really do this? Can I get up tomorrow and do this again? Is it really possible for me to do it? So that's one of the questions we can ask ourselves. And we can also ask ourselves what it means to be a warrior, what it means to be a hero if people keep calling us those. And, you know, the notion of the hero in this culture has been propagated by the media in terms of action movies and those mainstream depictions of heroism. And that can actually drown out, like I say in the blog post, the struggles and challenges of the smaller, more intimate moments that make us human, those moments of grace, those moments of pain. Sure, and the action movies are exciting and they show what we consider heroism at its most fast-paced and You know, um, just racing through life and saving everyone sundry who comes along our path. But, you know, nurses' heroism, if you want to call it that, nurses' graceful warrior-type actions aren't action movie worthy in a sense. They are slow. It's a slow form of graceful war that we wage sometimes, isn't it? when you're sitting next to a dying patient and you're holding their hand and you're talking with the family as they weep and you're walking them through the dying process, that's not going to cut it in an action movie, is it? That is the human drama playing out for us in regular slow motion because that's the way a lot of things occur in life. They occur slowly over time. They build up and they wane and wax. And we suffer along with our patients often, and well, yes, we can have a mass casualty that comes into the ER and everyone jumps into the fray and struggles to save lives and patch up those who can be patched and help along those who are dying, those who cannot be saved. That same happens on an actual battlefield out there on the front lines of war. But it also happens in those very, very small ways in the small things that we do. And yes, I mentioned earlier that nurses can suffer along with everyone else in the general population. And I mentioned Dr. Renee Thompson in the Healthy Workforce Institute in the first half, and she's working to undo the ravages of workplace violence and bullying and intimidation. But, you know, nurses also suffer some of the worst of workplace violence in the world in terms of workers. And when I say violence, I mean nurses being spat on, punched, denigrated, slapped, and experiencing all sorts of insults and injuries at the hands of the patients and their families. And while that's a very rare uh, person who will do that to a nurse, it still happens. And those slings and arrows that nurses are exposed to, whether it's from our own nursing brethren, our physician colleagues or from patients and families and strangers well, that's part and parcel of being a nurse out there in the world and that's part of what our struggle actually is. So this notion of the warrior is very important to consider and you know we've heard about nurses trudging through floods in let's say New Orleans to get to the hospital to help care for patients and like I said, administering care in actual war zones or making house calls in urban war zones and slogging out those 12-hour shifts and wel- welcoming newborns into the world and caring for children and pediatric ICUs, something I can't imagine ever doing myself. Or, you know, like I said, being with others while they're suffering and maybe taking their final breath. And Yeah, these acts can seem heroic and angelic, and nurses' true strength lies in their ability to be warriors in those moments. We have our will, our sense of personal agency, our clinical skill and knowledge and acumen, and our compassion and our spiritual strength when we minister to others who need us. So, these are the actions of heartfelt warriors and we build those bridges. We bridge the gap between the art of nursing and medicine and the science of nursing and medicine. And that's where this very human form of grace really happens. Mm -hmm. You know, Lori Goodwin once said, quote, even in times of trauma, we try to maintain a sense of normality until we no longer can. That, my friends, is called surviving, not healing. We never become whole again. We're survivors. If you're here today, you are a survivor. But those of us who have made it through hell and are still standing, we bear a different name, warriors. That was Lori Goodwin. And Winston Churchill once said, speaking of hell, quote, if you're going through hell, keep going, unquote. And that could be the... The the saying that many nurses during the pandemic could relate to, if you're going through hell, keep going. Because what else are you going to do? What else can you do when you're going through hell? Do you stop and let yourself burn? No, you keep moving. And if others around you are going through hell, you do what you can to pull them through, to help them through that process. So my friends, Don Quixote He may have been historically portrayed as a dreamer chasing imaginary monsters. But, you know, John Lennon was called a dreamer, like he said in his famous song, Imagine. Martin Luther King was seen as a quixotic dreamer. Mahatma Gandhi, Mother Teresa was told she couldn't do what she did. And and Florence Nightingale, the patron saint of nursing, she was a nurse warrior and she cared for soldiers in the Crimea. And she ushered in the science of biostatistics and saved thousands and thousands of lives because she focused on cleanliness and sanitation and hygiene when no one really believed her that that would make a difference. And, you know, Joan of Arc, she was a warrior. She was a mystic, a visionary. She led her people in battle. She was vilified as a heretic. She was tried and not convicted. She was declared innocent. And then in 1909, many, many, well, centuries after her her life, she was beatified in 1909 and canonized as a patron saint of France in 1920. And we have, in essence, beatified and canonized Florence Nightingale as the patron saint of nursing. And, you know, going back to Don Quixote, Miguel Cervantes wrote in Don Quixote this quote. I am not a barbarian, and I love letters, but let us beware of, according them, preeminence over arms or even an equality with arms. The man of letters, it's very true, instructs and illuminates his fellows, softens manners, elevates minds, and teaches us justice, a beautiful and sublime science. But the warrior makes us observe justice. His object is to procure us the first and sweetest of blessings, peace, gentlest peace, so necessary, to human happiness. This peace, adorable blessing, gift divine, source of happiness, this peace is the object of war. The warrior labors to procure it for us, and the warrior therefore performs the most useful labor in the world. And now I know this was very focused on the male warrior and talking about arms and war, and here Don Quixote is actually speaking about actually doing physical battle. However, we can translate this into nursing and healthcare, the battles that we wage against injustice, against suffering, like I said, against death, and the peace, that adorable blessing, that gift divine, the source of happiness, that peace is the object of the wars we wage, the battles we wage as nurses. So we nurses labor to procure that peace for others, whether it's the peace of a dignified death. Or the piece of making it through surgery to the other side and recovering and going back to our lives. So you countless, often faceless and not always... Uh, thanked or or sufficiently thanked nurse warriors, you're out there toiling selflessly on a daily basis. And I know a lot of you prefer it that way. You don't want to be on the cover of the paper. You don't want to be uh, put up on a pedestal. You just want to do your work, do what you're here on this earth to do, and then go home to your family and do what you need to do to support and help and love your family. So the warrior like I said on my blog post, is ultimately triumphant in vanquishing their enemies. And the nurse labors to vanquish the things I've mentioned, suffering, disease, loneliness, poverty, psychic pain. That is part of our nursing path. And whether we call it quixotic, Sisyphean, foolhardy, well-meaning, however you want to say it, the quest of the nurse warrior is a relative constant through history. So whatever labels anyone chooses to call us, we are still warriors of the heart and the mind, and we remain practicing that ever-evolving art and science of nursing. Often, it seems against all odds. Well, there you have it. Thanks for listening to this little diatribe from yours truly, Nurse Keith. This is episode 330, and the show notes will be at nursekeith.com. Forward slash the word episode and the number 330. I hope you feel uplifted, empowered, or inspired from this episode. Take some inspired action every day in the interest of your personal and professional satisfaction and development. And if you happen to need holistic career coaching, remember, mention the show, and you can get 10% off your first coaching package. And if you mention the nurse warrior and send me a quote about the warrior, you get 15% off your first coaching package. And also remember, please, if you could give $2 a month for a year to support the nurse Keith show, please do so at patreon.com forward slash nurse Keith. That's P A T R E O N.com forward slash nurse Keith this show is a proud member of the health podcast network at healthpodcastnetwork.com one of the largest and fastest growing collections of authoritative high quality podcasts in the world and we're taking on the tough topics in health and care with empathy expertise and a commitment to excellence the nurse keith show is adroitly produced by rob johnston my podcasting hero at 520 our podcasting and mark cappy Speeson, my assistant hero he is our stalwart social media ringmaster. Thanks to Robin Mark for keeping these wheels turning in the right direction. Be well, dig deep, seek joy, keep in touch. This is Nurse Keith Singh. adios till next time from beautiful Santa Fe, New Mexico. Please come visit. I will show you around and I will catch you on the flip side.